0: Hey friends, a few weeks ago we had an episode called The Story of Funny in which we explored humor through a whole bunch of different lenses and at the end of the episode I asked a question, how do you use humor in the classroom? I've had such fun reading about not just how humor is used or what it's doing in your classroom but in your schools as well. There is a CSI school that has a Thanksgiving parade every year and new staff members have to dress up in these crazy king and queen outfits to serve at the parade. Uh, There is a CSI school that invites the senior class to put on a skit in which they pretend to be staff members. That's a risky one, good for you. There's a school that hosts an annual lip sync event where teachers choose a song every year and perform for the students. I can just imagine how fun that must be. There's a CSI school that has male teachers do a synchronized swimming routine. And the teacher who told me about this said, Oh, the hairy legs in the air. And also commented that apparently men don't know how to point their toes. So I had such a blast reading all these examples It made me want to travel around and see all the incredible ways schools are using humor to bring laughter and joy and light to their communities. As I read through all your examples in the emails I received, there were three quick observations I had about humor and how it's used in the classroom. The first was this. Using humor in the classroom isn't about simply entertaining students. And I think that's really important to say. This isn't just about entertaining kids because, frankly, a lot of them have probably too much entertainment in their lives as it is. But instead, this is about engagement and participation. Using humor can help students lower their guard when engaging new content. But it also invites students into the fun. And I saw so many examples where that's being done in CSI schools. You might remember Peter McGraw in the Story of Funny episode, as he talked about the link between humor and creativity. Comedy requires such a level of creativity because it values innovation. You know, it made me think back 10 or 12 years when I was just beginning my job as a high school English teacher, my best friends twin cousins uh, were actually high school English students at a different school in town. And I remember just hearing about how they hated school and English class in particular. And yet, it was so comical to me that we would get together and on occasion we would write these ridiculous raps about all kinds of things just for fun and we would be you know, ridiculous and silly and, and had a blast doing it. But I remember listening to them write and hearing these raps and I would think to myself, these guys are incredibly good at English and and they don't realize that what they're doing is actually, they're actually learning to master some of these poetic devices I was teaching my students in class, and that experience sparked so many ideas for me about how to use humor, how to be funny and silly, and maybe even write raps with students as a way, as kind of an on-ramp to learning about poetry of all things. And again, not just to entertain students, but as a way of getting students to create, to make, just as my cousins were doing, all the while thinking they weren't any good at English. A second observation I had while reading your emails was that this isn't just for funny people, this isn't just for those naturally funny educators out there, but using humor can be especially fun if you're not particularly funny. This came out in a lot of your emails, but I also remember as a student, some of the favorite routines I look forward to were when teachers, especially some teachers who I wouldn't describe as naturally funny, sorry, no offense, would use humor and it was all the more funny because they weren't funny. Um, I'm thinking of there was a science teacher I once had who would start every unit with a short poem they would write about some of the themes we'd be exploring in the unit ahead and it was hilarious because the teacher knew he wasn't funny but in writing these poems it was just this wonderful attempt at making us laugh and it was good and we did laugh because of it. As a quick side observation, I almost think that can be more meaningful when teachers who aren't particularly funny lean in and lower their guard first to make students smile. Reminds me of the story of Lansing Christian and how Andrew Klein led this charge to create this song video for the students. It was even more meaningful that he's not a singer and yet he was doing this for them. Okay, third observation, and this one came through most clearly, that this is really about culture making in your classroom. I read an article a few weeks ago about leaders in the context of the business world and how humor is such an important tool. And I think there's some real overlap in the classroom as well. This article talked about how humor can spark enthusiasm, increase engagement, boost productivity, puts people at ease, diffuses difficult situations, bridges division, brings teams together, encourages connection, and can relieve stress. Man, as I read those examples, I kept thinking, that's how you guys are using humor in your classrooms. Okay, now it's time to share some of the examples you've written about in the past few weeks. Starting first with a conversation I got to have with Sheila Doctor at our very own Holland Christian. Sheila loves her first graders so much that she created a character to help teach them science. I think we've got to start with Annie Fuego because the fans are demanding it. The internet has cried out. We need to hear the story. That is so funny. For those who don't know, can you tell us a little bit about your alter ego—is that a fair <laughs> way to describe her? Annie <laughs> oh, Fuego, yeah, Who sure. is she?
1: Um, I knew. I, well, first of all. Um, I know that I've arrived with Annie Fuego when I got a text from a parent over the summer that said something cool happened to their child, and they responded with, Annie Fuego, cutting out, whoop, <laughs> <laughs> And so I'm like, no way, that's awesome. <laughs> so that's how I know she has a little personality. But um, she actually came to be during during the whole distance learning. I was racking my brain thinking about how I would keep a bunch of first graders engaged with me and wanting to learn and wanting to continue to put forth their best efforts. We always say, um, honor God with your best. And I just, you know, it, I was thinking about how would I put forth my best efforts.
0: Let's hear just a little bit from one of the videos.
1: Dance with the raisins. Dance with the raisins, dance for learning, woo woo. Kids, you've got this, another week of learning. Don't give up, you can do it. Do you see the dancing raisins? Learning is so fun, let's go. I have blue stains on my carpet because of her. We were doing an experiment that you had to put like food coloring in milk, and I spill it everywhere.
0: <laughs> after you could just bl- up. blame Annie for anything. Uh, bad I know to Annie to say you that.
1: created so many so many messes in my home, but she actually kept a lot of kids engaged, so it worked out.
0: That is awesome. The kids
1: laughed. They loved be watching her. Um, she has this red wig, so. And she always wore this black shirt pretty much so that the green screen would show up behind her.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Annie Fuego is not the only one engaging kids through laughter. Alan, sixth grade teacher at Dutton Christian, says laughter is a big part of my classroom. Every Friday I share a Friday funny with my kids and this has been a weekly tradition for more than 20 years. It's not instructional per se, but the stories and jokes are ones that make them think. I do, of course, sprinkle some cheap laughs in there because they're sixth graders and a good belly laugh is medicinal once in a while. Mac from Timothy Christian says, I use humor for two main reasons, to help create a positive atmosphere in the class and to keep attention. Humor helps students enjoy a class and if they enjoy a class, they learn better. Heidi from Veritas Christian Academy in North Carolina says, I think when I first started I was self-conscious and more intense and how much it all mattered but I'm more relaxed now and better at mixing levity with seriousness. Heidi animates the classroom by putting on various dialects. She'll be a Victorian one minute and a redneck the next. She also comically misinterprets phrases or concepts to force students to clarify ideas. Eric from Jenison Christian says, I love to use humor in my classroom to show students that I don't take myself too seriously. Without being over self-deprecating, I like to show them that it's okay to laugh at yourself. Perfection is not what's expected. Laugh at our mistakes and enjoy the journey of learning and improvement. Ben, an English teacher from Chicago says, In the classroom, humor disarms. There's a certain vulnerability that coincides with laughing together. I work with some kids who carry a great deal on their shoulders. They sit in their desks with a tension that can be momentarily lifted by a laugh. Laughter also helps distract from preconceived ideas or feelings related to content. Suddenly, they're listening. At the very least, I use humor to show that I care about my students. I'm not particularly funny, but I've got some stories that I've compiled over 10 years that help serve as engaging introductions to topics, chapters, and skills. The best communities were the ones in which I laughed the most. For me, that communal experience defines school. Aaron from Wisconsin says, We do a particularly fun activity in which students write a ballad or a poem about a pet peeve or a recent frustrating experience they've had. Their job is to blow the event out of proportion while using the poetic devices we're learning. It always ends up being a highlight of the unit. Well, Aaron from Wisconsin, you've gone and inspired me, darn it all. Yesterday, I took my three-year-old daughter Avery to the store for the first time in about six months, And it was a total, total disaster. But instead of coming home and complaining about it to my wife, no, let's be serious, I did that too. In addition to coming home and complaining about it to my wife, I decided to brush off the old notepad and write a little poem that I will share with you now. Did I say poem? I meant 80s rap. Pull up to the store, frozen soundtrack blaring Everybody's staring at the clothes that you were wearing Kitty cat jeans with some band-aids slapped on Cinderella dress and a coonskin cap on Took you to the store, but I pretty soon regret it That long whisper, Mom, sorry, Mom, i forget it Started out fine, but it went down quickly She up and bit me yelling, Dad, come get me! Where have I seen that crazy look in your eyes? Oh, that one kid from Lord of the Flies Running down the aisles, going totally wild. I'm looking around the store like, whose is that child? Come on, people. That's just irresponsible. Playing tug of war with a Barbie doll princess. Where my parents at? Come on, can I get a witness? Call Amanda, say it's not going well. Interrupted by a nauseating smell Hang up the phone with some grumbling and groaning You couldn't go at home? Dad, I didn't have call then. I'm feeling kind of sick Can someone please call a doctor? Or oh, better yet, can you call a ship shopper? Going down the road, Cheerios in your nose Trail of tiny crumbs everywhere that girly goes She points at a donut Hey dad, can I have one? More sugar! Yeah, that sounds fun No! Okay, now I'm really getting cranky Rethinking our policy on spanking Please hold my hand No dad, you can't make me Oh, why me? It's time, Lord. I'm ready for you to take me. Calm down, Bri. Come on, you can do this. Ride the kids so we can get through this. We make it out the store with the full list completed. Back in the car, still soiled, but seated. I was good, right, Dad? Um, yeah, something like that. That was fun. Thanks, Daddy. I love you. Girl, you drive me crazy, but I'm crazy about you. Don't forget, you can unsubscribe on Apple Podcasts or on our website. I'm Bryant Russ, and in partnership with Christian Schools International, this is Lighting a Fire.